Live by every word. That is the challenge and the opportunity the Bible gives to you. This program examines the actual words that have proceeded out of the mouth of God Himself so we can use them to guide our paths and live by them in our everyday lives. This is Live by Every Word. Thanks for joining me today here on Live by Every Word. I'm Dwight Falk. This is Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG. We're online at kpcg.fm. And we have a live link at thetrumpet.com as well. Today, as you know, there is a major war being waged against family. There's perverted lifestyles, abortion, divorce, and just refusal to have families in some cases where people just don't want anything to do with it. Now, some people say, well, this is all progress. It's all just sort of an advancement in civilization. Clearly, when you look at the fruits, and certainly when you look at the Bible, you can see that none of these modern movements are progress. It's actually destructive. It's going backwards. Why is it there is such a fight against family? Well, simply the answer is because marriage and family are God-plain relationships. They teach us about God. They teach us about our future. And Satan is trying to destroy the future members of God's family. We have a few passages today to look at. If you have a Bible handy, it'd be great to get it out. We could look at these together. Let's start in 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 4. 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 4, this gives us insight into, again, why there is such an attack against family today. 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 4, it says, In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. And God wants us to understand the hope of the glorious gospel of Christ. He wants us to know the light of that, to know the good news of the coming kingdom and family of God. And yet most people don't think or know anything about it. And why is that? Because as the first part of the scripture reads, the God of this world has blinded their minds. The God of this world, Satan, the devil, is the God of this world. He's the one that rules. That's why you see so many problems. You see wars and you see all kinds of issues. And you see an attack against family. Because he hates it. He has no part of it. He has no part of God's family and he hates that. And he hates all the future members of God's family. And he's out to destroy them. And that includes you. Notice Ephesians 2 and verse 2. Also more insight into how the God of this world works today, how Satan works. Ephesians 2 and verse 2, it says, Wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, talking about those that have now come out and changed from that way that God has called out. But it says, In time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. The prince of the power of the air. So, again, we're talking about Satan the devil here. He broadcasts anti-family, and you see that all over the place. 
anti-family messages. That's what Satan broadcasts. And you can see the, the literal broadcasts from major retailers trying to push perverted agendas. You know, Satan broadcasts and moods and impulses. But you can see how that manifests then into the, the actual, as I said, literal broadcast. Major retailers trying to just push perverted agendas on people. And it's, it's bad business even for them because most of their customers don't want to hear about the extreme perversion anyway. But they just keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And all of it is designed to destroy family. And none of that makes sense, even from a business standpoint. Why would you alienate your customers? Well, it doesn't make sense. Until you understand that God is a family, and Satan is trying to destroy future members of God's family. That's what he wants to do, and he's got a lot of ways to try to do it. But ultimately, it comes back to destroying the family. Now, God created mankind to be born again into his family. And before Satan began to push this direct assault against physical family, he deceived mankind about what Christ taught about being born again. So there's people that would consider themselves to be Christian, but they don't actually understand what it means to be born again. And then now today, you've got the extreme of just destroying physical family altogether. So people can't even think about God family. So he deceives, Satan deceives on multiple levels and in multiple ways. But his end goal is to try to destroy as many members of the God family as he can, potential members, future members, human beings. Notice this quote. This is from the Herbert W. Armstrong College Bible Correspondence Course, Lesson 8. And it's the message from the editor by Mr. Gerald Flurry. And, of course, you can sign up for this course, and it's free at thetrumpet.com, and we'd encourage you to do so. It says, being born again is, quote, the best news you could possibly ever hear. It's about a coming world full of peace and joy and happiness, a utopian, wonderful world tomorrow. I mean, it's the best news you could hear, being born again. Further, it says, it's about your transcendent human potential to be born into the very family of God. That's what it's about. It's about your potential to be born again. But Satan has done such a thorough job of deceiving people through false religion so that they don't understand what it means to be born again. And now, of course, just direct attack against the family and direct attack against the Bible in every way. He either wants to deceive people about what the Bible says or just have them completely reject it. But we have to understand what Christ taught about being born again. Notice John 3 and verse 3. What did Jesus Christ teach about it? What does it mean to be born again? I mean, after all, it is about our future. John 3 and verse 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So we have to be born again if we're going to see the kingdom of God. The correspondence course says the message Jesus Christ brought, what he talked about, was the good news of the coming kingdom of God. But what is a kingdom? 
Many people think the kingdom of God is the church. Others believe it is something set up in the heart of man. These are humanly devised ideas. What does the Bible say? And that's, again, what we're looking at. What does the Bible say about this? What is a kingdom? If you're going to see the kingdom, you have to be born again. So, okay, what is a kingdom? Notice Daniel 7 and verse 18. Daniel 7 and verse 18 says, But the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. So these scriptures, along with many others, show that man has to be born again into the kingdom and family of God. And there's no human, of course, that lives forever and ever. We have a very limited lifespan. But here it says in Daniel 7, 18, that the saints are going to take the kingdom. They're going to possess the kingdom forever and ever and ever and always. That means we've got to live beyond this life. We've got to live forever. And again, Christ said we can't see the kingdom of God unless we are born again. The correspondence course says man is flesh, material substance. And we understand that. That's what we are. We're physical. It says human life is just a chemical existence. Genesis 2 and verse 7 and Genesis 3 and verse 19 tell us that. God told Adam, dust you are, and unto dust shall you return. And of course that's true, right? We, we know that. We, we've all seen some example of death and, and uh, what happens. Well, the, physically, the, you know, the person decomposes. We don't like to think about that, but I mean, that's... That's just the reality of the physical existence. and uh, But again, that's, that's the physical existence. Here, Christ is talking about being born again. And Daniel talked about possessing the kingdom of God forever and ever. And Christ said, you can't see that kingdom unless you're born again. Notice John 3 and verse 6. John 3 and verse 6. Christ says, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. It's a pretty straightforward statement. To be born of the flesh makes us flesh. To be born again means we'll be born of spirit, and we will be spirit. You're not spirit right now, and neither am I. And there are people that think they're born again already, quite a few but that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> How are they going to possess the kingdom forever in their physical form? They, they're not. They can't. And then, as Christ says here in John 3 and verse 6, that which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of spirit is spirit. To be born again means to be an actual spirit being. It means to be a God being. That's our potential. That's our potential. The correspondence course gives a definition here of what the what a kingdom is. It says a kingdom is a government ruling over a group of people by an established set of laws over a specific territory. The same is true of God's kingdom. It's very practical. It's very real. Very literal. It's not a nice feeling or you know a, a sentiment or something like that. The kingdom of God is going to be a government ruling over people 
and there'll be an established set of laws and it'll, there'll be a specific territory that it rules over. You know, we understand that uh, when it comes to nations of this earth, you can think of different nations and say, well, what is the nation of America? We could call it the kingdom, I guess, if you want, <laughs> of America. And you'd say, well, you know, everybody would know what that is. It basically is a, you know, this this part of the earth and there's the American um, borders and people live within that are Americans typically. And there's a government that rules over it. And of course, with all the problems in this country and illegal immigration, that gets to be a little murky where the borders actually are. But, but you get the overall gist. And it's the same with the kingdom of God. It's a very real thing. And Christ said, we can't see it unless we're born again. Daniel said that we have to rule it forever and ever. And we can't do it as a physical being because if we're born of flesh, we're flesh and we'll return to dust. When we're born again of spirit, then we live forever because we'll be God beings in the God family. That's, that's our potential. And you see, that's why Satan hates it so much. And he's fighting against it in every way he can to either deceive people about what it means to be born again and then also just to attack family in general, just to absolutely destroy any concept of family because then people can't wrap their minds around God family. And they, they don't think that way because they're so warped on the human level. There, there's a real spirit world. There's real <laughs> real uh, battles going on and real uh, broadcasting that influences what people do and the way people think, and many are ignorant to that. But again, when you look at this attack against family today and the deception against that, it's just Satan trying to blot out God's family vision. He doesn't want people to think about that or understand it. Now, of course, Satan can't win that. God's going to win, but um, Satan's trying to take out as many people as he can, potential God beings. He wants to destroy them. How many people that are so involved in these perverted lifestyles have any thought about being a God being? What do they even think about? I don't, I don't know that that even would occur to them on any level. But certainly there's going to have to be repentance and change because there is a law of God that governs that kingdom. And if we want to be part of that, we will definitely submit to that law. Notice Revelation 11 and verse 15. This shows us when this kingdom of God will be established. When will it be established? It's not established yet. Revelation 11 and verse 15 it says, And the seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. See, Christ reigns forever and ever. Why, why can he do that? Why will he do that? Because he's God. He's the Son of God. And if the saints are going to rule forever and ever, how can they do that? How can we do that? Same thing. We have to be part of that God family. At Jesus Christ's return, the kingdom of God will be set up to rule this earth. As it says, all the, all the jurisdiction of this earth, all the rule of this earth, it will be under Christ. Satan will no longer rule. Jesus Christ will rule at his return, at his second coming. And those spirit-born members of the God family will help Christ rule over the rest of humanity. 
that's that's the potential that God's first fruits have, those that he's calling today. And then all of mankind has a potential to be born into that family and help in various ways and be part of that and then go out and expand God's way to the universe and, and beautify the planets and so forth. Does that seem, you know, mind-boggling? Well, in a way it should, right? Because it's it, it, it's such a huge vision, but that's what the Bible teaches. But what are, what are people caught up in today? Perversion, destruction of family. They're so 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 um, violent about it sometimes. Vehement. Why? Didn't it used to be just like, hey, everybody do their own thing? Which again, that's not that's not the way God sees it. But that's what man would say, right? That used to be sort of the the thinking, like, well, uh, everybody can do what they want, just mind your own business. That's not even the case today. Now it's you're going to do what we want you to, and you're going to accept this, and you're going to do this or else. Right? Why has it gotten that way? Why is it increasingly becoming more that way? Because there's a power behind that. There's a power behind the attempt to destroy even physical family, and that comes from Satan. Second Corinthians four and verse four. Right? We read that earlier. The God of this world. Ephesians two and verse two. Prince of the power of the air, broadcasting that. The correspondence course says, if you analyze the conditions of the world, you know. Christ has to return soon. And because, again, if you think about Matthew 24, Christ prophesied himself that it would get so bad that if he didn't return, man would destroy himself. We're not far from that. The quote continues, When he does return, he is going to give his saints, those that are called out before his second coming, a chance to rule with him forever and ever over that kingdom. They will be Christ's bride and will rule with him in a special way. This passage in the book of John shows the connection between being born again and the kingdom of God. And that's referring to the passage that we read earlier there in John 3. It says, When a child is born, it is delivered into the world. When you are born again, you are delivered into the world, only this time as a spirit being. And you can see Satan just hates this plan. That's why he wants abortions. That's why he wants any type of way possible to destroy family, perverted lifestyles, things that are being pushed so forcefully now. And and that is also why the fact that Satan hates his plan, that is why he has deceived religion into teaching false ideas about being born again. He just wants to destroy God's plan and blot that, that understanding out so that people can't, can't even begin to access that or to think about that. Satan's broadcasting horrific attacks against even the idea of a family today. But you don't have to go along with what he broadcasts. So for all of us, we have to prove from the Bible the truth about family, how, to, how it functions, how we need to be conducting it, and then we can understand more about how it pictures mankind being born again into the very kingdom and family of God. If you'd like to learn more about this, you can request The Incredible Human Potential. That's free at thetrumpet.com. Also, The Missing Dimension in Sex, which talks a lot about that, family and how to conduct family. And also, the Herbert W. Armstrong College Bible Correspondence Course, that is free also 
at thetrumpet.com. Thanks for spending some of your time with me today. I'm Dwight Falk. Until next time, let's all strive to more perfectly live by every word of God. You've been listening to Live by Every Word on Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG and online at kpcg.fm and thetrumpet.com.